Uh, good evening, folks, and welcome to the Front Runner Football Podcast. I don't know if you've caught the live stream already, if we've started streaming, but um, thank you for joining us. Velila in the house. I've got Mr. Tawali joining us. Mazola also in the house. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Hope you had a, a good weekend. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All those in favor of having a good weekend or had a good weekend, say aye. Yeah, <laughs> sleeping late. Sleeping late. Uh, I mean, I mean... You go to that 9 p.m. kickoff. Yeah. You leave the stadium after midnight. Yeah. You know. Yeah. At least Masora is watching from from the TV these days. Yeah. The comfort of his home. The perks perks of the, of the new job. Yeah. You don't have to be on the ground. No, I don't have to do match reports. So okay. Okay. I just analyze on TV. It was a good a good weekend. Watching <laughs> some fantastic games. Yeah. No, I think so. I think there's uh, much to reflect on. But before we get into that, obviously, what's since happened since we were last together was that the transfer window is closed. And um, I guess now is the moment to reflect on some interesting bits of business. Um, I mean, I see, you know, obviously George Livesey was the one where we were wondering what was going to happen for the longest time with him. And he eventually got a move to Super Sports United. But any other pieces of business that kind of <coughs> caught the eye? I mean, there were some goalkeepers who went to Naturina. Oh, a goalkeeper went to Naturina. Yeah. Um, after a goalkeeping howler, I, I can only imagine that the two things are linked. later. Yes, yeah. exactly. So, your yeah, your, your reflections think, on this window? Yeah, I think it, it, well, it depends which way you look at it. I mean, if you look at it from a financial point of view, then Amazulu, you know. Um, are the big winners. Are the big winners. Right. Uh, you know, for selling Tade to uh, Tade Sundowns, to sundowns yeah. for what would have been a substantial amount of money. Um, and also then using a bit of that money, I suppose, to get talent um, Chawapiwa as well from uh, Baroka FC. Right. You know, and I mean, even even Lungaso Keller took to to social media to say, you know, upwards and onwards and upwards with yeah. the Usutu brand because we've done possibly the and and everybody. I mean, even a couple of club officials that I've spoken to, they reckon. Amazulu did the the best business financially. Right. Know, whether whether it, it will come back to haunt them in the long run, giving up their top goal scorer uh, and replacing him with a player that looked like he was having issues with the coach there at Baroka right. and in and out of the team. So let's wait and see. And then obviously Amakosi, I'm not convinced. I'm I'm not convinced, and I, I think I've made that clear ever since he was signed last Thursday. Daniel Akpe, that is, right. you know, um, 32, a bit erratic, technically poor in my opinion. Yeah. And then, I mean, same WhatsApp group with Virgil Freeze, if you ask me. So let's see. And he gets the baptism of fire in, in the Soweto Derby. So let's see how that goes. How do you guys feel about that? Would you agree? <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty quiet there, really. You're reflecting on what has happened in the window. I think uh, it was good business by Amazulu. Um, if you consider that they got a player for free mm. and uh, now they uh, 7 million runs richer mm. and also they got a player on top of that in, in Bongindoli. Mm. So you see, there's one thing that most of the time in South Africa we, we always look at this thing. You cannot always have an Amazolo. Uh, you cannot always have a Black Leopards, a Golden Arrows, a Chipper United that will always compete to the same level. Uh, with multi sundowns, with chiefs, with parrots, yeah. mm. you know, because each and every club should follow its own model. Mm. Sure. And that is why uh, most of the time you get to hear in PSL about clubs that have stretched themselves when it comes to budget. Mm. Because um, you're going to take a player from chiefs 
if you are in the Eastern Cape or you're in KZN or you're in Limpopo and you want to uh, keep that player on the same salary, you right. know, it's, it's like when we're moving from a normal job. It hardly depends that you move from Gauteng, you go to East, Eastern Cape for, you know, the same, the sa- same yes, package, same, same, same package you know. Increase, so yeah. I think it's, 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 it's about time that our clubs keep to their models. Because that is a good business operation that that will take them longer, mm. and I, I feel that this is something that Amazulu in this case uh, have done in the same way that even um, a club like Barroca, mm. they sold talent mm. for the fee that they thought okay this was the well Cape Town City with Patosi sure I mean they said there we go like uh, the player see, there, always a plan. those ones they they. They know mm. what type of business they are, yeah, in, you know, yeah. and they know where they stand. Mm. And when you look around, they do good, good business, and they've sure. got a good squad. Mm. Uh, it's no mistake that you find them now even in the top five or top six, right? Uh, in, in the PSL lock standings. Yeah. So I think uh, from there, I, and I like Mazola is saying. I mean, uh, Sundowns, mm. they were just showing that. <laughs> they are a force. Yeah. Uh, when you call yeah. them an NPO or whatever. <laughs> but <laughs> Pizza wants, Pizza gets. Sure, yes, sure. yes. Because, um, you know, they, they've got the deep coffers, mm. you know, they've got the mm. deep pockets, you mm. know. But uh, all in all, <laughs> I don't even want to comment about Chiefs, you know. <laughs> I don't Go even want to comment. No, no, no. I, I, I felt that Chiefs. Um, especially if you look at their game last week mm. against um, Cape Town City, they're just unfortunate uh, not to have won that game. Sure. But, you know, when you just miss a bit of quality, that quality that you miss, mm. it, it, it's always going to show. And I felt, I felt that with the commitments that Sundowns and, and uh, all of the parties have got on the continent, mm. and... Pitvis Vets on its own, and okay, maybe there's Cape Town City as well. Chiefs stood a very big chance of um, making an impact mm. in, in, in this title race, but needed at least three quality players. Right. Three quality players um, to take them over the line and compete strongly. But I felt they they missed a chance in this transfer window because they needed at least three quality players, an right. attacker, maybe also in the midfield, and a quality goalkeeper. Uh, with Kunia in 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 Kunia's absence, unfortunately, when you sign a goalkeeper who's considered twenty three goals in twenty matches, only six clean sheets, the record is there. But numbers don't, don't lie. lie. Numbers don't lie. <laughs> 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 Coach, don't let me looking at that. I mean, let's maybe reflect on the, the exits. Today is a big one from Amazulu. Patosi a big one from Cape Town City. Who is going to be ruining? This, what they what might look like good business now, but maybe come the end of the season when it's about you know a point or goal difference, which of those sides do you think are going to be the ones to regret? Look, I concur with the guys. I think uh, it was good business for uh, Amazulu. Right. Uh, setting a player was thirty sure. for seventy million. Yeah, it's good business for them. Uh, but at the same time, I, I think Sundowns have got the player that they needed most. 
because uh, uh, Brocky has struggled right. to get the back and on debut. Yeah, he's got on the debut. Uh, exactly, yeah. shown already that he, he's got that quality. Of, they needed somebody who can score goals for them, and I think it's a good signing for Sundowns. And then when you talk about the the chief signing of the of the goalkeeper, maybe they signed him because of the experience. He's the only goalkeeper who's been to the World Cup. Well, he didn't play. <laughs> Even though he didn't play, <laughs> a lot of people are saying he was the only goalkeeper and he was the only player from the PSL who went to the. Well, he didn't play. He was yeah. the third choice. But no. Chippa's got the money. He went to the World Cup. Yeah, yeah. Which was surprising that Chippa would have sold him because I think even now with the Nations Cup, he he stood a chance. I think. Yeah. To make a bit of cash. I, I don't know whether it was a good signing for for for, for Kesha Chiefs though, because yes, uh, Fraser struggled. He's 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 the main man. He's the one who starts the attack for Kesha Chiefs, and he's the last man in defense. Yeah. And his his mistakes are very costly. Yeah. You 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 miss a, you miss a ball, it's in the back of the net. So I think Chiefs, yes, they went for for Pi, but I don't think it was a good Look, signing for them. So far, Chiefs has only lost two games in the league. Right against Sundowns. And against Cape Town City, right? And who's to blame for those two goals? And Chiefs uh, was totally in charge, mm. uh, totally in total control of those two games. Mm. And Virgil Freeze, and I mean, you you go back to the people responsible for getting the players at Kaiser Chiefs. Mm. They had no business uh, going for this guy. Uh, Virgil Freeze. He was uh, a third choice who had been relegated to being a, ch- a third choice, and, and he, he was, was released. released. Mm. By Baroka. Uh, in fact, he was being released for the third consecutive time. He had been released <laughs> at Golden Arrows. He had been released at Marisburg United, and now was released. Yeah. The more we dig deeper into it, the more it boggles the mind. Wow. You know, you got there in the first place. First place. Okay, guys. <laughs> On a good news front, um, I mean, undone at the weekend by Bloom Celtic, but Coach of the Month, Player of the Month. Obviously, the revolution that uh, Dylan Kerr has been taken at, uh, at Black Leopards, you know, he, he deserves his credit. Um, and I mean, you know, we were talking about just how it's nice to have someone come in with new ideas, give a player like uh, Musonda just the confidence to do what he's capable of doing. And that's why they earned the plaudits. So, yeah. Honorable it, mention? Interestingly, I told him, yeah. On I think it was on on uh, not Thursday it was on Wednesday, mm-hmm. uh, the day he was getting the award. I said, "Hey, Kush, uh, this award is cast, so you must know that uh, there's no guarantee that you you're your going to game. win your next game." Oh, and he lost three nil. There we go. Yes. <laughs> there we go. Uh, there's a coach who won this award in uh, in October last year. Yeah. Uh, he's no longer coaching in the PSL now. Uh, Solantis. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I told him, but you know, uh, I was happy for for Coach Dylan K. Mm. I I felt uh, he came into the PSL and uh, did some wonders with uh, with uh, Black Leopards. I mean, mm. I think Black Leopards uh, before he arrived had only won two games, and mm. those two games were only at home that he won, mm. but. Uh, up until this past weekend, he had not lost a game. I think he had won three matches yeah. and uh, also got two points. So I think he had about a total of 11 from a possible 15, um, somewhere there, you know. Mm. So I think it was a, a good return um, for him. And also, if you look even the brand of football that they are playing, sure. it's it's what gets the people there in Toyando Stadium excited, you know. Mm. Uh, look at their comeback against Orlando Paris in the Nedbank Cup. Mm. So, from a team that was stuck at the bottom of the lock and now they're in the position that they're in mm-hmm. and they are also in the next stage 
uh, and they've got a home draw against the Pitfest West in the, in the NetBank Cup. So I think that was a good return. And also even for Mwape um, Musonda, I mean, for someone who came here uh, as an accounting accounting student and now is a qualified accountant, mm. uh, having played for all of the parties, things didn't work <coughs> for him there, mm. went to Arrows, and now he's making it. Mm. And he was a top goal scorer in the NFT, yeah, course, yes, and yeah. now he's currently the top goal scorer in the PSL. And that hardly happens it most hardly of the happens, time. You're right. You know, uh, players who move from NFT you know, to the PSL, they struggle, tough, tough yeah. Going, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Some you find them now playing in the MTC. Yeah. You know, mm. so I, I, I felt... Um, and and for me, I remember last time we spoke about this. We said the coaches who come here and we stop res- this recycling, it benefits our league. Yes. And I was looking at the team that he was coaching yesterday, Goma here, beating Zamalek by three goals to two. Mm. In fact, by four goals to two. Yeah. So you can see also the legacy that is left, that is left behind. behind. Okay, let's keep it moving and talk about <laughs> what happened between the four lines uh, in uh, Pretoria. Sundowns hammering a Mimosa. I mean, it, it they just made it look so so easy, easy. and and you know it's just <clears throat> too easy, uh, way too level, easy, way like, too easy. And that's what you want. I mean, yeah, you know, this is a team that's over the years. You know, I, th- I think there's there's kind of been a steady decline from from their end as well mm. uh, on the continent, especially whether it be the CAF Champions League or, or the the Confed Cup. Um, but it, it, it's 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 a side that mentally, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I mean, if, if if you think about the Ivorian Ivory national team, I know a lot of those players obviously are not, you know, yeah. the Ivorian national yeah. team is dominated by players that are based abroad. Right. But at the same time, it's still an Ivorian team, and you always link it to how how the power how the powerhouse that is the, their the national team, team yeah. you know. So for Sundowns to make it look that easy. I mean that just goes to show how far they've gone. I mean mm-hmm. even just talking about the the Widad game, you know, a, a week or so before that, mm-hmm. you know how they 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 were able to get the three points at home, and they they they're doing it again now. They're starting to win their home games, right? Which is what led to them going all the way in 2016. They were winning their home games, and then the the, the addition after that, mm-hmm. one of their un, one of the main points that was their undoing was the fact that they were not winning away or home. Mm-hmm. You know they were drawing. They were, you know, I mean, I remember in Horoya, Horoya came from behind uh, and they got nothing from that game and that sort of stuff. But now, now they are able, I mean, even <laughs> the quick turnaround to to get Tade registered and then yeah. immediately <laughs> on the pitch and then contribute with a goal as well. So it was clinical. I mean, that was a five-star performance in my opinion. Tade mm. now obviously coming in, um, he can operate in, in a few positions, but... You know, obviously, he was the remedy to the Brocky problem. So what now? What do you do now with a player like Jeremy Brocky when you've brought in a striker who scores on debut yeah, and you but, paid seven million I, rand for? But I think a pizza still needs uh, the, the depth. Uh, they're, they're playing a uh, Champions League. They're playing a uh, local league. And one, 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 one thing for sure. Uh, it it goes to show that the standard of PSL, uh, PSL is improving a lot. Mm. Uh, uh, they struggled against Amazulu. They lost two 0 and then they go out playing the Champions League here at home, and then beat the team that the total had played the team uh, mm. scored scored three goals. Mm. Sanders were, were were on top of their game. Okay, uh, I mean that's a good that's a true observation. Yeah, I mean, and you know when it comes to this point of time, when we're discussing uh, the transfers earlier, because. Last week I had, yeah, no, Sundowns is killing talent and why go for talent. But let's look at it. Let's look at how many players Sundowns brought in mm. in this transfer window. And let's compare with the top teams in the Champions League. Mm. 
Um, how many point, players yeah, were brought point. in by Al Ali? I mean, Al Ali went all the way to get a player from the EPL, yeah. uh, Sobi Ramadan Sobi, yeah. and they even got a player for I think for a record fee yeah. uh, coming from Asia. Mm. You know, uh, I think Al Ali spent more than 150 million rands. Mm. You know, just to bring in players. Right. So you've got to understand at what level Sundowns is competing. Sure. You know, sure. and you can even look at the players who were brought in by Esperance. You can look at, at all the teams there, even Zamalek. You know, I mean, currently you've got a situation in the Egyptian league where between Zamalek and Al-Ali, one of those teams will not be in the Champions League next year. Mm. You know, mm. because there's a new player in the market there, Pyramids. Right. You know, and currently Al-Ali is not even in the top two. You know, so you you have to look at these things. That's the space. The space where yeah. you are competing, <laughs> mm. because I I feel that sometimes in Africa we are confined too much in what is happening here, yet our teams are not competing here. Yeah. Currently, you have a situation where there's business weights, there's parades, there's sundowns. One of those three teams will not be in the Champions League. Sure. Mm. Even though they've all made a good outlay. Yes, will not be in the Champions League financial. next year. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. You have to make sure that uh, you refresh your team and you get the best of the of the best if your deep pockets allow. Yeah. Okay. There we it go. boils down to that also. It boils mm. down to that. <laughs> oh, oh, la- lastly, on the Sundowns thing, Tony Silver. Sheesh. <laughs> Just the cat among the pigeons. Before we move on. Huh? Yeah, that was that was, that? that was hot. That was the story of 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 of, of the week. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. You know, a player coming out um to, to say what he said about the coach. Obviously the coach is yet to to hit back. Even though even though, you know, I was saying uh, having a discussion somewhere, I can't remember where, whether it was on social media or with you know some of my colleagues that the 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 a week before the letter came out <clears throat> we had actually asked coach Peter Musimani why Tony Silva left i think i think what also you know led to his reaction is because he he probably saw Peter's comments right because in the in the letter he keeps referring about how you stop telling the media that it didn't work yeah. the reason it didn't work is because of one two three right because the coach was asked a week before uh you know uh, ahead of uh i think it was a net bank cup encounter mm. was tony silver unsettled because i found it very surprising that you know uh, a player who he praised so much after acquiring his services i mean a player who was in the liverpool and chelsea academy as well he praised so much um, and then he only lasted five, six months at the club and only made 11 appearances. Right. You know, what what went wrong, you know? And then and the coach didn't want, you know, he didn't really want to badmouth the player, but he did kind of say, well, you guys see what you want to see, but we see the player in training on a daily basis. Right. And there are reasons there why the player couldn't fit to the system and couldn't adjust and possibly had to leave. You know, and I think this was the player's reaction to to exactly those those words. And I mean, I think also it was just probably wrong of him to just throw George Libese under the bus like, uh, under the bus like that because I know maybe, it, I mean, there have been pictures of them together at Sundowns. They right. seem like close friends, but she's, right. he, <laughs> he threw him under the bus there, you know. But we're still waiting for the coach to respond. I, I, I hey, may, trust me, he'll respond. Do yeah. you respond? Yeah. I mean, as a coach, do you respond to such or do you just... Be the bigger man and walk away. I mean, I, I, I what benefit? I don't, is I don't think I will respond mm. really, um, mm. because uh, it's goes, it goes to show. I mean, 
when when he had the opportunity to come to Sanders, he knew very well Tony Silva that he's going to find competition. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. He had to work 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 very hard uh, to to end to end his place in, in in the team. So if it didn't work out, I don't think you have to bend the bridges, eh? yeah. because maybe tomorrow they 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 work they work like, together again, again together somewhere. Yes, yeah, yes. no, that's true. That's yeah. true. You know, my only disappointment with that letter, um, you know, for someone and this. This is the concern I have sometimes with these players of African origin who grew up in Europe. Mm. You know, looking down on the continent. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, looking down at everything that is African. Right. You know, uh, ju- that is just another coach in Africa. And your club is just in Africa. Mm. I mean, this guy, he left Europe. At, at the age of 25, he's played, played for, for 10, 10 teams. Clubs, yeah. yeah. So you know, who's the problem now when you, you look know, at that kind of record? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And, and there was an article that was in, in Kickoff magazine where he also badmouthed Liverpool. Mm, so there mm. also, there's also a history a history of, yeah. you know, when he leaves, he burns bridges right. to an extent. Right. You know? Yeah, <laughs> and also in terms of quality, you can judge for yourself um, his quality, mm. you know. Yes, um, I would not say I would not say he's a bad player. Right, uh, he's an okay player, mm. uh, and I think I knew around November that uh, this one won't be staying at Sundowns yeah. beyond this season. Mm. You know, and and also uh, because Sundowns wanted to free up a, a foreign space as well. You know, so it was not surprising uh, that lesson. But you know, for someone who's African but grew up in Europe, mm. uh, the statement was very disappointing. You yeah. know. Uh, and, and 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 I felt it was also interesting because Libisi left the same week. The letter came through, and also Libisi later does an interview and, yeah. What? No, no, no. I, I just I just felt that Libisi is still a Sundowns player, right? You know, right? And and you cannot stop a, a professional from doing an interview mm-hmm. and collecting the interview mm-hmm. in a way that he wants to do it. Right. But as someone who knows that, hey, I still have to go back to that team. Yeah. Sure, sure. And Probably wasn't his smartest and move, yeah. I'm at Super Sport United, but I don't have an option to be bought. Yeah. Right. Bread and butter is coming from there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because Sundowns is still paying part of the salary. Right. Yeah. You understand? Right. And you're still going to go back there. Sure. Mm. And I'm not saying Sundowns is going to do this, but there are players who have remained at Sundowns for two years not playing. Of course. And they are capable of doing that. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> the word of yeah. warning. Yeah. Word of warning. Mm. Okay, folks, that's uh, how we wrap up what's been happening as far as uh, continental competition is concerned. Let's uh, quickly just go through the weekend that was as far as PSL action. Uh, Bitvez Vitz um, doing their chances uh, a world of good. Uh, Majoro coming through and getting it for them in, in the dying minutes. I mean, like, if uh, Maritzburg... It was it was a strange one because the keeper for the most part was what kept Maritzburg in the yeah, game. Yeah. But then again, it was his mistake when he goes on a fishing expedition. I don't know why yeah. to try and get that ball and you know major. Yeah, maybe he, he was he was maybe he was doing a little bit too much. Maybe yeah. he felt like he he wanted to single-handedly try and win the game for them. You right. know? Um, but be that as it may, um, Vitz were able to get the three points and consolidate, you know, uh, 
top half of the table or top of the log uh, while the, their rivals, their title challenges were competing right. uh, on, 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 on the continent. Yes. You know, I mean, it, it, it bodes well. Uh, and <laughs> Peter Musimani always likes to say it's okay. They are favorites because they're not playing continental football, which, 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 it, which is a, a true statement. Right. You know, um, and also at the same time, Vets have been inconsistent as well. So, I mean, and Sundown still have uh, games to play. I mean, they have a catch-up game, I think, tomorrow on Wednesday. Uh, on Wednesday, in mm. fact, against Black mm-hmm. Leopards. You know, if they, if they win that, they, they cover the gap as well. Uh, but, but Vets will want to keep them away, and they will be hoping the Soweto Derby, they'll probably be hoping for either a draw or for a Chiefs win yes. because it keeps Pirates uh, away from, from catching mm. up. So it will be interesting. I mean, it's... I, I'm not so convinced with Vets. I mean, when they won the title in 2017, they were far more convinced. Yeah, yeah they yeah, were on yeah. fire. Yeah, they had better, yeah, yeah. Uh, a better squad. Yeah, yeah. I think as it is, Vets have already lost five games, I think, mm. this season. Right. You know, they've already... The reason why they've been kept is because they've won more. I mean, they've hardly played a draw. It's either they win or they lose. Yeah. You know, but to, to lose five games at this stage of the season... Yeah, that's a lot. Okay. Yeah, that's and they a lot. still have to play Sundowns. Yeah. They've lost to Chiefs already. Mm. Yeah. They still have to play Pirates. Mm. That's a lot. I think they still have to play yeah. Cape Town City as well. That's why I'm saying they're not for me when they won the 2017 uh, 2016 2017 championship, yeah. they were the best side by some distance, right. I think. Sundowns obviously came close, but Sundowns also had the distraction sometimes of of having to to juggle the Champions League and and the domestic league as well. Uh, but 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 vets were were convincing. They were scoring goals. They were keeping clean sheets. Yeah. Uh, but this time around, I'll be honest, I'm not. I'm and not quickly on Marisburg's side, Eric Tinkler, can you take any positives from the way they performed on Friday? I, I, yes, I thought they, uh, in the game against vets they deserved a point. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, it was a slight mistake from from the goalkeeper. Uh, Tinkler has got the experience. He knows he knows the suffering football, mm. and uh, I'm sure he's going to try and motivate his players. That uh, it's it's never too late. They're going to fight and get the the, the point, the, the the three points. You know the thing is with the PSL, if you win four games in in succession, yeah, you're up there. Just two. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Yes. It's a very very compact um, table. But do you think it's panic stations? Yeah, should we be preparing for life in the NFT? Maritzburg, what do you think? I don't know, it's still too early. Still too early. Yeah, I, the PSL is still too early. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I agree it's with him to a degree, but from a mathematical but, perspective. But yes. Yeah, but at the same time, remember, they've now lost six games in a row. No, no, I know. And uh, I think so they've, only won, they've only won one game um, this season. And I think they've only scored, what, six goals? Uh, yeah, they've only scored six goals. But you know, in the PSL, uh, especially when these teams still have to play against each other. Uh, a lot can still change. Yeah. You know, but, a lot can still change. But, but they, but, they, look, but, uh, but they, they look the outright candidates for relegation, I must be honest. Because and, and, and Chippa were there as well, but they've done a revamp of some right. sort. And it's only like an upward trajectory. You yeah, see they've won, they've still won Maris two. Still need to find that up. You know, yeah, yeah. The, the problem with Marisberg, it's here. You know, it's, it's the mentality. Mm. Uh, because with Marisberg, you're also dealing with players, like I've said here previously, who've got offers yeah. from other teams. Yeah. So their minds are not there. Yeah. You know, so, some um, were supposed to have moved already, even right. in this window. Right. You know, so now you can have the best players. Because for me, compared to some of the teams, maybe to two or three teams around Marisberg, Marisberg has got a better squad, pound for pound. But 
the players are just not there. Right. You know, they've checked so, out already. Ex- exactly. And also the management, I felt their decision making as well is contributed to this. They lost a uh, window of opportunity by bringing yes, Mushini. Yes. I I I I thought they panicked. Yeah. Especially with Fadlu. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Uh, you cannot have someone who takes you to a record uh, top four finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um he takes you to your maiden cup final appearance. Yeah. And okay. Uh, because look at what they've suffered now. Mm. You know, under Fadlo, they were not considering goals like they considered under Mshin mm. um, Echukral. And then Mshin also came through and he, he brought in Mabuti Kanyeza. And now, all of a sudden, that combo is out. And now the team still has to acclimatize to a different coach, a different philosophy. Because also remember, we've got clubs. Brawaya will tell you about this. When you come in, he comes with a wire philosophy. He, he does. He doesn't get there, and there's already an established yeah. uh, Manchester yeah. United brand of football. Sure, you know. Sure. So they've had to play three different ways in one season. One season. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, and you're, you're doing that now. That's a lot for these players. Exactly. When you exactly. don't have a you know, pre-season. I was to watching. I was watching because I know most of the time he's more of a counter-attacking coach, mm. yeah. lesson. But I was watching his cheaper team. For the third game now, it has not changed much from the team that was coached by Dentons. Yeah. The way they play, mm. you know, so that's so that's the identity is important. The identity, the identity is exactly going to fix the whole thing. Exactly, start from exactly. scratch. So, for me, so those are, are their challenges. Uh, but ish, you've got Chipa there, you've got Free Sisters there, you've got Baroka there, and you've got Marisbeck. Mm. Mm. Down to the wire. They've got 11 games to go, 33 points. And out of that 33 points, they, they need at least 22 points to survive, which is not easy. Yeah, mm. no, mm. good luck to them. Let's speak about a, a component of the league that's been very busy, it would seem, over the last couple of days. Um, the disciplinary committee at the, <laughs> at the league. <laughs> Let's touch on the, the bad boys. Um, sundowns in the mix. You have... Yeah. And it's Middendorp in the mix. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Vets, of course, Vets yes. Vets officials. Robin Johannes in the mix, yes. Um, pick one. Where do you want to start? Jeez. Um, <laughs> I think there are two for me that, that stand out. Uh, one, the Mamelodi Sundowns. Obviously, I was at that game that day. I yeah. remember vividly when... Um, uh, Tapelo Moreno pulled, yeah. pulled the hamstring and mm. we were wondering who's going to replace him and all of a sudden Wayne Arense comes out of nowhere and we're wondering is this in the rules can they do this yes. he was not in the original 18 men squad yes. but now he's in the starting lineup and they had a centre back on the bench in Mosali Busa but they opted to call a guy who was sitting in the stands to come play <laughs> you know so I'm, no, I'm not surprised that it's taken it's been a while which is the controversial part now to right. say why did it, why take, it take so, so long? long? Yeah, mm-hmm. but as to it happening, I'm not surprised. I right. mean, this should have been on the prosecutor's desk, you know, a week or two later. Right, given the the the, the match commissioner's report as well. So there it is. The likelihood here, I think, maybe being doctor point because this is an ineligible player. Mm. It happened with Platinum Stars when they played uh, 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 Zulu and he was not a eligible player. And they were docked a single point, I think, uh, Platinum Stars at the time. Um, and pro- possibly you could see a similar situation here or a hefty fine, which Sundowns would gladly pay because they've, the <laughs> they've got the deep pockets. And then right. Ernst Middendorp, you know, more than two years later, right. 
he's appearing for a charge at the PSL. And you made a good point, Billy, that he arrived back in South Africa when? Seventh uh, of in December. December. December yes. You're saying you were saying yes, yes, that he was already here, and it's the Derby week. Yeah, there's a saying in Kosa the Kalalboli. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a saying in Kosa the Kalalboli, and uh, this has happened previously. Uh, VV was charged uh, for some comments that he had made when he was uh, still a chief coach. coach, coach yeah. I think he said something during a Swallows game, and uh, he left, and he was only charged later. When, uh, he when, he, when he came back to join to join Pirates, yeah. Pirates. Mm. but I think the issue here, like Masola is saying, the timing. Is the timing. Yeah, you know the timing. Uh, I mean, this Sundowns case is from October last year. Right. You know, and we've had so many DC cases that even followed uh, the incidents occurred after. Are they that are they not in the timeline? Are they or what is it? Is it because of an investigation has to take place and no, no, why, let's, why, let's, why let's, let's take the charge. Uh, okay. I think I think they would have thrown the book, like everybody's saying, yes. after two weeks to say you know yes. the laws of the game. Yeah. If you have to replace a player who was yeah. injured during warm up, you can do it with a player yeah. who is on, on the, the team squad. list. Yeah, on the team yes. sheet. Because yes. this would be on the match commissioner's report. Yes. You know? Yes. So I mean this thing. And also mid and top. Middletop has been back here since the seventh of December. Yeah. Of December. Yeah. And you wait. Until the week of the derby. <laughs> right. They because want him to incriminate himself. They want him to incriminate himself because you know what type of a coach Middletop is. Yes, yeah? of course. You know and it's going to be us. This, the press conferences thing. are happening this yes. week. Yes. And if you understand uh, what led to yeah. Middletop being charged. Yeah. 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 The dynamics there. The dynamics there. <laughs> sure. Because... There's a whole backstory there. Yeah, <laughs> it's yes. got to do Dating with his... back to 2011. 2011. Right. When he was coaching this other team. Mm. You know... Uh, that is owned by the acting CEO. Acting CEO. Yeah. You know, oh, yes. and now, yeah. yes. yes, you know, and now, <laughs> so he's being charged, you know, <laughs> you know, and there was also, I remember this other game, there was even a head part. You know, oh yes, yes. Forget the headbutt. Forget the headbutt. There was a karate kick there. <laughs> yes. someone was karate kicked there. Yeah, yes, I was there. but but <laughs> now was, you were doing that. But game. but now he's been charged alone. Yeah, That's you understand. Where's the guy who did the, oh, the comments? Kick? Yes, but Ooh, where's the guy that, with the karate kick? <laughs> Clearly, the kicks are fine. That's what you say. In the post, but now let's let's talk about the timing. Mm. So you've got this case, mid and top timing. Mm. It's the derby this week. You've got uh, Sundowns timing, mm. and you've got the Vets uh, incident. Yeah, it's, it's just from from last month, which happened just now. Exactly. Yes. So, so why maybe, turn that one okay, no, no, around maybe so quickly? Just put in this one so they all look like yeah, yeah, like all those teams there at the top yeah. that being charged. <laughs> why the quick turnaround? Exactly. For the Vets one? Yes. Happen now. Yeah, and make it stick with these ones. Uh, and then you have Dylan Kerr and Black Leopards as well yeah. in the mix. You know, but still, Sundowns was wrong. Of course. Rule 16.3.2 is clear. Yeah. You know, if you are to bring in a player, you must have been on the team, list, team yeah. on the team sheet or mm. team list. Yeah. In this case, was it? You know, you know uh, from uh doing those games that you first get a team list. Yes. Yeah. Uh, With not even designated positions or exactly, anything, it's exactly. just everyone in the squad. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you will not have someone Who's not there in the team? Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. No, 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 shit. no, no, you know? no. Yeah. Musa Lubusa should have been the centre back that exactly. replaced exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the it was an admin fail from Sundowns. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There we go. I think. Uh, let me just see. I think that's pretty much it, gents. We've touched on everything. Um, very quickly. What's happening with Tuzopan? 
Well, I think his case is today, either later today, or if it's happened already, I'm not too sure. I haven't got an update, but his his hearing was today, as far as I know. Right. Uh, but I don't think there's a. I think Stan has made it clear that there's no future for him at SuperSport United. Uh, his contract expires in June. He will probably be released. Uh, I'm sure. I wouldn't be surprised if Tuso has already signed a pre-contract elsewhere. Where would that be? Yeah, Tuso. You know, listening to some stories around Tuso, and I think this is DC number four or five <laughs> at SuperSport United uh, for disciplinary reasons. Yeah. Uh, you know, disciplinary reasons mm. that you mostly find with these boys mm. uh, in football. And sometimes I don't understand, Prawaya. How can you... Uh, how is it possible to come to training drunk? No, it's not possible at all. And Tuso uh, Pass, you should know better. He's, he's, he's been there. He's got experience. He's played for, for Bafana. Um, mm. The uh, club's highest earner, I think. The, the, mm. the club's highest earner. And he's, he's not young anymore. Mm. You know, he's got youngsters that look up to him. Uh, he's got to lead life, uh, uh, lead, it, lead it by example, you know. Uh, football is a short career. Uh, for the fifth time now, he's going to the DC because of these other things. It's not right. He's got to get his act uh, together. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's a, it's a serious concern because mm-hmm. he will never, never be on the same package that he's been at Supersport. Mm-hmm. In the last three or four years, because of the nature of how he's walked yes, away, exactly. the word is going to travel. No yes. one is going to make that investment in someone who, yes. for those reasons, was being hauled in front of the DC. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. No, look, he can get the next deal because he's a good player, but it will never be at the same scale um, like he, he is now. So, I, I was just disappointed because he came across as one of those good boys, mm. uh, but when you follow the story. Yeah, we get to see that, you know, sometimes these clubs, they protect their players, you know, because the information. And also, I, uh, I think the way the two camps, uh, his management team and how they've also tried to handle this yeah. uh, on social media, yeah. uh, it, was, it was not good. Eh? Right. Because, uh, yeah, yeah, it was, it was not good. But it's football. These things happen. It's football. Before we go, predictions for the derby? Well, Chiefs now have a technically astute coach now, you know, so yeah. <laughs> so they're not disadvantaged like the previous, previous derby yeah. uh, where they had uh, mind your language there. Mm-hmm. So tough one to call, but I think Chiefs will win 2-1. Hmm. Okay. Coach, your prediction? <laughs> Chiefs win 1-0. Chiefs win 0 Mm, 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 mm. Very interesting. You know, <laughs> I was around some uh, Paris guys, uh, just some background guys, and it was interesting. They were saying uh, after the Saturday game against France, ah, Chiefs, ah, no, we can even send our MTC team <laughs> to play those ones. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know, uh, since what Masola in the leagues, since 2014 now, eh, mm. uh, Chiefs has not beaten Paris. Uh, I think in the last eight or nine matches. Yeah. They've not beaten Pirates. So I think, you know, sometimes it goes to which team is hungry to win. And I, th- I also feel that at this stage, mm. uh, Chiefs is hungry f- f- for this game. Pirates are flying out to Rates immediately mm. after the game. They're going via France, you know, because they've got a game on Tuesday. Right. So there are just some factors that I feel going to this game, uh, they are favoring Chiefs. And I guess that... that, that if they had gotten a result at the weekend, Pirates, it would have helped things a little bit. 
as far as, you know, three points in the bag, going to the derby with momentum. Yes. And then whatever happens, you're not really expected to go there and, 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 and get and a played, result. And played their strongest team mm. against uh, Leopards. Mm. They played their strongest team now against Esperanza. Mm. And if there are changes in the Chiefs team, there'll only be one or two. So they're already predictable mm. going to this game. Okay. And then lastly, Coach, how's the job hunt going? Still looking. Still looking? <laughs> yes. I hope someone comes a calling. <laughs> Gents, that's all we have time for. Thank you so much to all of you for coming yeah. through. And thank you for tuning into the Front Runners Football Podcast. For myself, Gamza Bata, and my panel of guests. Until we meet again in a week's time, have a good one. Take care.